even people that don't consider themselves artists, they're artists about something. You just got to be consistent. Like, do you, do you raise children? Like, yeah. So you consistently feed them. That's art. Yes. Yes. Creating something there. Greetings and welcome back to Knowledge Brew Supreme. I'm your host, Dr. John Chansey, and this is a podcast inspired at aiming creativity wherever it manifests. This week's episode will be focused on consistency and creativity, because I think that creating anything can be a challenge. Putting pen to paper for the first time, striking that first chord, dipping your brush into paint for the first time, or recording the first episode of a podcast. That first initial step is never easy. But to do it once is one thing and should definitely be commended. I took a lot of time planning out this podcast uh, over the summer of 2021 before I even recorded my first episode. It took me months. And afterwards, I felt great after recording episode one with Dr. Marcus Smith. I genuinely felt like I accomplished something. I saw my name on Spotify, and I was so overwhelmed with joy seeing that. However, it would have been for nothing had I just stopped there and never recorded another episode again. Making creativity a habit is where I think real creativity happens, where anyone can be an artist. You create the product but you also create the habit of making the product consistently, whatever that might be, whether it's music, lesson plans, if you're a teacher, paintings, sketchings, meals, if you're a chef, whatever. Creating not just once, but to continually put yourself out there again and again is something entirely different than being a so-called one-hit wonder or a one-and-done. One of the main pillars of the Artist Way program, which I keep going back to because it's been so inspirational for me in terms of getting this podcast off of the ground in the first place, is completing the daily task of morning pages. Each day in the morning pages, artists within the Artist Way program are asked to sit down and write anything and everything that comes to mind for three pages. No time limit, just write until you reach three pages. And really, this is the heart of the Artist Way program and one that I took very seriously over the course of the 12 weeks I was studying in this program on how to tap into my own creativity. At first, this new habit was sort of uncomfortable and laborious. And there were even mornings I sort of dreaded getting up and doing it. You know, I, I would sit down and just feel kind of bad that I didn't have anything to say and I didn't have much to write about. But about halfway into the program, maybe less, you know, kind of around that halfway point, that maybe that five, six, seven week point, give or take, something really started to click. And those writing experiences, those morning pages became easier. For one, they took less time. And really, they took less time because as I began to open up more and more with the morning pages, I felt like I had more to write about each day. The morning pages went from feeling like a chore that really made me uncomfortable to something that I grew to need each day as a creative outlet, so much to the point that I don't necessarily complete three pages every day uh, like I did during the 12-week program, but I really make a point to at least sit down for a few minutes and just let and dump some ideas onto the page uh, similar to the way I would have uh, with the morning pages. 
And that never would have happened had I just given into that discomfort and stopped before I really could get the momentum. I needed that consistency, that habit. I needed to form the habit to really get the momentum going to foster more creativity. So to close my, out my thoughts on consistency and creativity, I want to share a quote from Bruce Lee, who famously said, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I feared the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. And I think that's a perfect segue for the guest of my show, Knowledge Brew Supreme, episode two, uh, who embodies that particular quote to the nth degree. Because I think uh, with my guest today, it's his consistent dedication to his craft of creating and sharing his art daily on social media that drew me to him and asked him to be on my show. So before I introduce our guest, first, let's pay the bills, and then we'll get into today's show. Welcome back to Knowledge Brew Supreme. I'm your host, Dr. John Chansey. I'm back and better than ever. And today, my guest is a friend and one of Oklahoma's most underrated artists. You got to know this guy if you don't already. Please welcome to Knowledge Brew Supreme, Wade Ed Stanley. How are you doing today, Wade? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I, um, I'm still trying to get over the fact that you're a doctor like known you from high school and the dumb stuff we did in high school. Like I'm even just now popped in my head that movie we filmed at Bricktown. Oh my gosh. That yes. is, you have, you I didn't mean to bring that up after, before the, yeah, I just remember that we did a dumb movie in Bricktown, but okay. Sorry to bring that up out of nowhere. On you. No, no, <laughs> it's no, it great. A lot of fun. We did that. We did that dumb movie or that, that dumb movie. It was actually a really clever idea. We basically did a, a Kevin Smith with some improv like Judd Apatow before before kevin smith tried to do judd apatow whatever we were a little before our time yep <laughs> yeah I did our time and not yeah it was a lot of fun i think if i remember right we tried to go to uh harkins movie theater downtown and we tried to put up a movie poster in front of a movie poster that was already up like really we tried and we succeeded yeah yeah <laughs> it was the evil dead that's right i remember that it was the evil dead poster and we got it up and the thing I, I remember because I had the duct tape still on that poster, I think. Oh my gosh. We used wow. duct tape. You know, and then no one stopped us. That's what's so great about it. We got away with it. No one stopped us. I can't believe that. That's fantastic. Yeah. That did that memory just that just made my day. So thank you for uh for bringing that up. We both come a long way. So yes. yeah. So yeah. Wade mentioned we went to high school together. We went to Westmore High School. Um, you know, Wade now currently lives in Stillwater, but he's still very active in terms of being in the artistic community uh, here in Oklahoma. So thank you for being on the show, Wade. Thank you for bringing up uh, a wonderful memory. Uh, that, sorry you know, I brought it up. I didn't mean to throw you off at all. No, not at all. That's great. The reason why I'm having Wade on today is because I am just wildly fascinated with your hashtag art of the day project that you have going on social media. I primarily consume it through Instagram, but for those unfamiliar with Wade, he posts his artwork every single day. It's these series of sketches. They're absolutely wonderful. But what I'm really curious is, 
kind of walk me through this process. How do you, where do you even begin? How do you decide what to sketch each day? I mean, you're, you've you got to come up with something every day. How do you make that decision? Uh, well, thanks for the, thanks for the nice things. Eh, I don't know, you don't hear nice things too often around here. So uh, thanks for the nice things to say about my art. I really enjoyed that. But uh, the, how do I, how do, how the process works? Uh, um, really it's, if anything, it's probably like my daily media uh, diary. If anything, I just idea uh, ideas I gather. Uh, most of it, most of those pictures, are original pictures I find from Instagram itself, and I just kind of morph it. I don't want to get into the specifics on how I do it, but how kind of how I do it. Just I, uh, I, I basically turn things that shouldn't be turned into crayons into crayons. Oh wow! Okay. So you've kind of already answered one of my my big questions. I was kind of curious about the medium uh, you use because it is a very unique style. So you you use crayons for these for these sketches. Is that what pastels, like you get pastels. from uh, the pastels you get from like Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Oh, nice. Very cool. Very. And cool. That's one thing. It's the reason that's uh, I'd probably answer another of your questions later after read, but I'll wait. So. You've got this process, um, you know, you're putting out art every day. And one of the other things I noticed just as preparing for this interview, I, you know, I jumped on your Instagram page and not going to lie, I kind of stalked through a lot of your old posts, just kind of looking at things and looking at the things you've shared, because I, I find them all, you know, very fascinating. One of the other things I noticed, though, is that you, uh, you describe yourself on your, on your page uh, not Wade's art days, uh, you describe yourself as an artist. And I think that's a really broad term. Um, so what does Very that word broad. mean? Yes. Yeah, definitely. What does that word mean to you? What What does it mean to be an artist? The best answer I can come up with, there's one, I guess there's another artist that answered this, but though there's an Oklahoma, uh, he was a drummer for um, uh, for the Copperheads, Andy. He once did an interview and he said, there really is no way to answer that question without sounding, sounding pretentious. And I was like, well, he answers that so well. I want to steal that answer and just take that. But um, artists, I just make things. I put them up. I really, I, uh, I was in a time in my life where I just got tired of seeing the stuff I saw on Facebook and on Instagram. And I just wanted to put something better or something more, not better, but something else there. And I just, I, I got, I basically set it up where I figured out how to do it daily. And I, um, I just did it. Just did it. I like that. So yeah, I, it's yeah. So summing up, summing it up in one word: artists create. You you saw a gap in social media, the things that you were consuming, and you filled that gap. You created something. You created, you know, through your artwork, you you created something you wanted to see uh, out in that world. And I think that's really awesome. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I would say I created a gap. I, I want to say I reflected it back in on itself because the re reason why it says artist on there because I had to say artist. For me to because i i read what's that book everybody lies about the big data I read that book yeah and then i was thinking like well and it really all the the book didn't have too much like science into it really he he explained the 2016 election through google searches mm. and she's like okay I, I i hope that's science to that but then i was just thinking like how can i get a, like a good experiment or figure things out and i just found a way to collect data on Instagram. So I am just posting every day. And uh, after I get like a certain amount of time in, I'm just gonna look through this data and just be like, okay, let's see what works, what doesn't work and comb through it. And it'd be kind of a fun little 
data collector thing. So perhaps we, perhaps soon you might need to update your Instagram profile to say artist slash scientist, because it sounds like not only you're doing some really cool artwork, but you're doing some really cool scientific data gathering. I mean, granted it's, you know, it's not in a laboratory, but it's on Instagram. No, yeah, it's not cool. a laboratory, it's Instagram. I don't, I don't even think I can bring it into like a college study. They'd be like, well, you did this wrong and this wrong, like, okay, but <laughs> Hey, man, there's a lot of bad college studies. Yeah, so if you want to talk about bad college studies, let's bring (laughs) Kitty Genovese in here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, But I I think you would definitely have an audience for that, even if it it wasn't an academic audience. I I would Mm -hmm. be incredibly interested in in what you found. So uh, there definitely would be a place for that. One of the things I noticed from your Art of the Day series, your project, is I noticed those things are, are coming up you know, fairly early in the morning, they're posted pretty early in the morning, which is really nice for me personally, because I'm an early riser and I get to see some cool art uh, at the start of my day. I always enjoy that. Um, So, but kind of related to that, how long does it usually take you to put like to, so from the beginning to when it goes up to social media, like how long minutes wise, an hour, is this something you can sit down and kind of, you know, bang out a sketch in five minutes, or is this something, you know, what's, what's the kind of the time process on this, like, as far as a commitment goes? I don't keep time uh, for commitment wise. It's just, I take the time of the day to do it and to do it. And like, uh, it's, uh, it's just three pictures and I put them up. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, I wish I had more confident things to say. It's just, I'm just really trying my best is to try to be consistent. Cause that's the one thing I learned from there. Cause I know you're a big fan of the artist way and her morning pages is yeah. the consistency is the building up on consistency. So even people that don't consider themselves artists, they're artists about something. You just gotta be consistent. Like, do you do you raise children? Like, yeah, so you consistently feed them, that's art. Yes, yes. You're creating something there. So what you just said actually kind of resonates um, with me personally and things that I've been kind of thinking about in terms of how to you know structure my day and how to be more creative throughout the day, even if it's, you know, not necessarily creating art, but every, every opportunity, I think, is an opportunity to be creative. Um, And you mentioned sort of like you have this plan, you know, you have your three sketches, and you just do it. And that reminds me a lot of what I hear about when people sort of plan their days, or they, or they plan out the things they want to do. And they have those things that are kind of non-negotiable, like this is something I have to do, like, it's not even really like, it's on my list but it's not something on my list that I can kind of, eh, like I'm, I may get to it. I may not No, It is something I'm mm-hmm. going to do. Is that kind of where mm-hmm. you're at with this project now? Like, this is like, I'm, this is what I do at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I've always, I, 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 I want to say it's something I learned, but it seems like it's something I've always done. Like the first time I've ever like published something, I was five years old in a power Rangers magazine. Wow. And, uh, you still have yeah, that? Yeah, I can. Oh, I do have it. I can go grab it. Hold on. <laughs> Try my best. Maybe you can get some footage of it. You can't talk. Yeah, you there. can't bring that up without. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I'm trying my best to be audio as much as possible or yeah. not visual, but For I sure. fell all the time. It's actually my bad. It's called Teen Dream Magazine. Oh, I think I remembered that magazine. I don't obviously remember that specific issue or anything Teen dream yeah. power rangers came out and what issue is this oh there we go hold on i can see there we go there we oh, go wow it's little basically markers when i was a kid 
Oh my god, I might have I might have actually in. purchased that magazine when I was a kid. This one. I might have because I used to yeah, dude. I used to have all those it's, magazines. Like I, used to uh, I was that. in this, and this was uh because uh, if you know I noticed that the middle Lawrence brother, I forgot which one, not Joey. Yeah. He was middle on Boy Meets World. Yeah, Boy Meets yeah. World guy. He was like, uh, so I'm in a magazine with him. So you know, there you go. Not to brag. That's but what yeah. I should have led with. Yeah, he, in the in the same magazine as one of the Lawrence brothers. There we go. I love it. That's Damn. fantastic. The middle Lawrence, the better of the Lawrence brothers, the middle Lawrence. I forgot yeah. his name. That makes me feel bad saying it's the better of the Lawrence, but. Well, apologies uh, to the Lawrence family if they hear this podcast. We we may have forgotten, uh, you know, all of your names, but we definitely did not I did love, it. I love their movie Money Plane. Loved there it, loved go. it, loved it. There you go. Fantastic movie. You know, to prepare for this this interview, I was really excited about your project. So I tried to go through it, you know, kind of look through a lot of these posts uh, you're, with the art of the day hashtag. Um, and I went back and I noticed that you used, that you were putting up some of the artwork prior to the, you know, using this hashtag art of the day. But I noticed it was October 7th, 2020, where that hashtag shows up. Um, and I couldn't immediately pick out from all of those sketches who it was, but I knew I could definitely pick out Muhammad Ali. I thought that was mm -hmm. really cool. But what motivated you? So you were already sharing some art prior to this, but what motivated you to start using that hashtag? Was that the, was, is that kind of like the official beginning of this project on Instagram? Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just wanted to do something to just really let people know that I'm, I'm okay and I'm still here and I'm still doing the stuff i've always done you know so i i went art of the day just be like hey wade's still just sitting there doing wade things and i'm trying to i'm actually trying to pull up the post you mentioned you said october 7th yeah that's the first one i found you said you didn't recognize people I'm like oh i could tell you who they are well, i want to say i, I know I the muhammad ali picture yeah when i say recognize like i mean like if i could just pick out the person right away without having to see your captions because sometimes you'll you know you'll use the captions which are incredibly helpful uh, for me, because sometimes I'm I'm not always good about picking out, you know, celebrities and things like that with my with with the naked eye. But um, I could definitely tell who Muhammad Ali was for sure. And I think, you know, there's two others as well um, in that in that post. Six. Oh, oh, the first one's Waffle Matt, though. Oh, OK. Right yeah, on. A couple of grumpy old man. I got him there. Like, oh, I can go through all these and explain them. <laughs> uh the second girl i don't know who that is that when it comes to when it comes to like modeling photos when it comes to women it's easy to find the golden ratio i found mm. so you know how people use that golden ratio for good art like there's uh there's one artist here in oklahoma that does that a lot her name's rihanna deck i work i used to work with her she's oh she'd be a great person to have on here i would love to hear her interview but she uh she's really good at doing more floral with uh, the golden ratio Kind of thing the muhammad ali picture the reason why i like that so much is um i think i watched a documentary about uh, uh sports photography oh, and wow. what's great about sports photography it's a little like journalist photography you really have to get it quick you have to yes. be at the right moment the right time yes and that 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 fist pump that when he hit his fist was really quick like when they see when you see the art like the uh the the raw footage yeah, him doing that to his opponent, it is very fast, and this just it's like a, basically a lucky shot. And I always like that photo. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I, I did it. Yeah, very it's iconic. I liked it. I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I like uh, that. <laughs> the fourth one, I believe, is an old black actress. 
Um, I I watched Dolomite, uh, the the Dolomite, yeah, Murphy thing. And there's something Wesley Snipes said on there when he said, uh, "Black skin absorbs light, white skin reflects it." And mm. I was thinking, like, is that really true with that? So I went through uh, I went through some old uh, old tiny black photos, and it really is kind of hard. They really do have to move more. So I'm I'm probably wrong on if that's true. I'm probably completely wrong, but it's just one of those like, okay, I'll go through some old, yeah, I'll go through all that and see, just test Wesley Snipes because you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Wesley Snipes wrong. He's not. Yeah, I mean, dude's blade. Like, who's gonna question? Yeah, blade? yeah, it's Wesley Snipes. He's he's incredible. <laughs> yeah, in New Jack City. Yeah, right. <laughs> and guy with the scarf on five. That's Miles Davis. I think I just took out his hair and just messed with the skin a little bit. And six, another girl. Because um, again, yeah, you get uh, when it comes to when it comes to lingerie and skin, you get kind of both worlds. If that makes sense. Interesting. There's a lot of people like doing nature or form or basically I'd say like nature created like women, like women or, or not women, but uh, like humans are, are created by or people, nature created humans, whatever, God created people. Then we created the bra, like the textiles. So it's like a mix of both uh, human made and nature made. Oh, interesting. I never thought of that. That's why I kind of, yeah, that's why you get that clashing conflict. I always like to see, right, not clashing conflict, but clashing uh, textures. All right, seven. I want to say that's somebody, but I, I forgot. And not Miles Davis. Not I forgot who that is. And number eight, another girl. I found a little uh, hair, perfect, all that jazz. Or uh, I don't want to say say I'm anything, but um, but yeah, actually, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, I I met doing this art of the day, that really really helped me out a friend of mine her name's ashley she goes by hippie researcher she kind of reached out to me after i started doing this thing she really enjoyed it and i got a little friend out of it and uh she's a model that does a lot of thought is uh i do i she's actually i, I would say the first model i worked with outside of while well, started doing this she's the first one that came in and like hey i kind of want to do this so she helps me nice she's great and so one thing i really do enjoy about her is she's uh she has an autoimmune disease disorder or disorder, autoimmune mm -hmm. disorder. And that's like the one thing that is hurting her is her body. And that's what she uses to express herself with. That's incredible. But, okay. But yeah. Oh yeah. If you mention a date, I can go through it. So you kind of talked about, you know, you mentioned earlier, you're using crayon, you know, as the medium. So what, what, what inspired you to make that choice to use crayon? Do you just, is it something you enjoy? It was right there. It was, uh, I, I think I had some when I was growing up and I kept getting some, yeah. and it's just one of those things that the one thing, and you can't really, what sucks about them, you can't really finish them. You can't really just like, that's what I explain it. You, you can't get it to stay solid for longer. It will deteriorate. So oh, that's wow. one reason why I just put it up and just leave it on the, on the internet. Cause it's, it's going to deteriorate. Like it's going to come off of it soon. There's no way to just spray it down and make yeah. it stay. So, you know, with like comic books, they print it onto a paper and they send it all out. There's no way I could print it onto a paper and send it all out except through Instagram. So you're, you're fighting yeah. off uh, impermanence. This idea that, you know, everything is subject to change. So we got to find a way to preserve, you know, preserve this stuff because it's worth, it's worth. Yes. And, and another, another reason why I like doing the pastels is the, it's the fact that the medium doesn't match the media with a lot mm -hmm. of those. Talk about like, uh, what do you mean? Uh, we'll point out one and it just like that doesn't fit. Why is that into crayons? 
like here we got like um, i'm just off october <laughs> i just saw october uh, october 7th and the day after that i have a uh, this model hill here on the first one i did both marker and uh pastels that is an adult film star riley ridley right. riley ridley probably should not be turned into crayons <laughs> another thing i was thinking like i think i found that on instagram i turned yeah. it back on to instagram and i don't know if i get in trouble for that but i think it's funny <laughs> that i could just take like adult film stars and turn them into crayons and it's not like a not like sitting there like trying to hopefully I, they don't take it as disrespect or anything right, but right. Yeah, i was just thinking like that doesn't fit that doesn't yeah. match like it's it's not it's, what you would it's expect unusual it's yeah <laughs> yeah so definitely. people ask me like women i'm like eh, a lot of them are adult film stars i even warn people too if i go to work like i do post these i will say some of them are adult film stars because i think it's funny and yeah so i kind of want to circle back a little bit you know i mean you can include not only these sketches but also just you as a person in general but kind of describe your artistic style earlier you mentioned uh you know, you wanted to show people that you were still here doing Wade things. Well, what does that mean? What what are Wade things? What would you consider your artistic style to be kind of very broadly? Very confusing. I'm uh, very artistic. I'm just a dumb guy from Oklahoma who's not good at communicating. If you, so I'm reading, actually, that's one of the book I'm reading now is Bound to Glory from Woody Guthrie. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm reading that, and I was just thinking, like, well, he's a dumb guy from Oklahoma, so he got me thinking. So I figured I'll, I'll, I'll read and see. Maybe I'll get in some of his, some of his thoughts and help me out thinking this way. But yeah, I, I'm a dumb guy from Oklahoma who's bad at communicating. Best <laughs> way to I, I would put that as instead of artist, I would say dumb guy from Oklahoma, <laughs> but it won't let me. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, because I want to get that those data points, but yeah, so, yeah. For sure. Okay. I like that. That, that that's a, I was not expecting that as your answer. That's good. Mm -hmm. Dumb okay. guy from Oklahoma. Dumb guy from Oklahoma. I, yeah. I, I don't agree with the I don't agree with the dumb part. Wait, I think you're, if you're Oh, oh. I'm sorry, continue. No, I think your your artwork, it's too good. It's 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 too inspirational. It's too consistent. Uh, but I think that's a that's a still a funny way to, to describe yourself. So as I said, I've kind of gone through and looked at, you know, maybe not be able to look at every single image, but I did try to look at enough that I can kind of pick up on themes. I'm, I'm a big believer in, in, in kind of trying to pick out themes into things. Um, so from the artwork you've shared under the art of the day uh, hashtag, some of the themes I've noticed were, you know, you depict, uh, you do pictures of women, uh, as you just mentioned, some of them, you know, are adult film stars. There's also a lot of celebrities, which I think is really cool. And kind of within that, a subcategory, I notice a lot of uh, comic book characters, especially Batman. But, you know, knowing what I do, I know about you already, Wade, that doesn't necessarily surprise me. I think what I thought was the most interesting thing about your artwork is what I notice is the with, with the work that comes with people's eyes when you're when you're drawing other people, whether it's celebrities, whether it's women, comic book characters, whatever, the detail that's in the eyes, like sometimes there is a tremendous amount of details. It's almost like I'm looking into another human being's eyes and they're, you know, looking right through me. And then other times, you know, the eyes are very, are sort of occluded. They're not as main of a focal point. So where does that choice come from? Is that from maybe the image, you know, you, is that just maybe kind of capturing the image or is there times where you're like, Hey, I really want to focus on the eyes or I don't, I want to make that less of a, less of a focal point of this picture. Kind of talk me through that if you can. Okay. 
Do you want me to go talk about the comic book characters? Yeah, let's go. I felt, yeah, bad, well, okay, so, I felt bad like interrupting you and no, laughing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll talk about that. <laughs> talk about so that. let's double back. Let's talk. So okay. tell me about okay. why do you include, maybe talk about why you include a lot of comic book characters. Then maybe let's talk about the the eyes uh, in your artwork because I think that's really fun. Uh, the, the comic book characters, usually if it's a comic book character, it is a comic book artist I'm reading at the time. Mm, okay. Uh, if you point one out, it's probably most likely Jack Kirby. Oh yes, you go way Jack back. New Gods, yeah, yeah. Uh, when he went to DC and started doing New Gods, I I got into that because of course Justice League, Jack Snyder's Justice League came out and they brought in a lot of the characters from New Gods in there, and, I, and then I watched The Wrinkle in Time with that Ava DuVernay did. Mm. I was thinking like, oh, she's supposed to be doing the New Gods movie. I'll actually, you know, I'll sit there and I'll actually read New Gods, and it's a lot of it's really good. It's uh. Best way to explain new gods, it's it's He-Man before He-Man. Yeah. I just those are just uh, comic artists I like Dustin Wynn. Uh, I'm just no, I'm not a, I wouldn't say imitating or flatter. I hope they're flattered, but really it's just like if I'm gonna try to be anyone, I'm gonna try to be Jack Kirby. That's a good role model. That's definitely can't you can't go wrong mm -hmm. with that choice at all. Yeah. Very so cool. I already met I met Stan Lee, so I might as well try to oh, I'm pretty sure Jack Kirby's not alive, but might as well try to be like Jack Kirby. <laughs> there you go. When did you meet Stan Lee? Like half a decade ago, it was he was down in he was down in Dallas doing a signing, and it was at the Comic Con, and I went and they and it was I was in the autograph line. I didn't realize that like I wasn't allowed to get a photo with him. They oh, try wow. to make it really quick and fast, like hey, get your autograph move, get your autograph move. Yeah, yeah. The guy's ninety two. He's gonna take a sweet time on it. <laughs> you know, you, right. you can't really rush him. But he got to mind because I held a picture. Uh, I had him sign a uh hotel stationery that says that says cast run away with me oh. so i basically had a, a note signed cast run away with me stan lee for a friend of mine and i got to post it on instagram well talk to me about the eyes what what goes into your choice oh um, the eyes yeah the yeah. eyes uh i, I think i got know. that idea mostly from uh the movie unbreakable about how uh how two characters never have the same eyes because they have different perspectives oh wow and with me in there, I'm probably going to get their perspective wrong all the time. So I might as well mess up some eyes. <laughs> I guess, like you're trying to, I'm not trying to capture people or try to capture their soul or anything like that. Yeah. I'm just really just, uh, if anything, I'm trying to build off of what they do or, or I'm yes anding them. Because that's one, I, I didn't want to bring the, I, I kind of do want to bring it up. I, I think uh, the creative process I really relate to a lot was the improv, is the, is the comedy improv manual. I, mm. I just took out the improv or the comedy part. It's the Upright Citizens Brigade's version. Yeah. So I, I basically read Matt Besser's book. If you know who that is, I read his book and it really was his, uh, their idea. Of course, an improv is you, yes, and you take an idea and you build on it and they have ways to make it funny. And of course, mine is not funny. I'm just doing imagery wise. And I just kind of rework the definition instead of like comedy into like lighting or something like that yeah, that's really cool oh, thanks yeah it's it's yeah and i think part of a lot of times in art there's a lot of synthesis i mean there's a lot of taking something that's already been done and trying to look at it in a new way or you know yeah. there's artists who have already forged a certain path that doesn't mean that you can't take that same path but take it a little differently and i think that's mm -hmm. really cool and, yeah and, and uh and the hit record from uh joseph gordon levitt he really he really helped out with that or yeah, he helped me out but uh i got really inspiration from him doing that then i just took the I took that idea went to instagram and i tried my best not to do like friends and like scare people off i always <laughs> always be like hey if i'm gonna use your photo i'm gonna let you know 
Yeah. But, uh, I think there's some photographers I might've missed. So sorry. But <laughs> if you, that means you used a friend of mine and I enjoyed your photos like Adore Lee and AJ Stigol. I hope I got that name right. But, uh, but yeah, basically I got on Instagram and a friend of mine was, a, I already knew she was a model. So I just, you know, made friends with her and she made the, she did this great set for this Adore Lee. And it's like, wow, that's when I got into the whole, uh, the conflict of both, like the whole uh, body with the textiles and the, and the textures and the conflicting textures on that. So yeah, it was, it was a fun, basically a friend of mine showed it to me. Oh, very cool. And that's how I got in there. It's, it's always someone else's idea. I'm not that original of a thinker. But you took it and ran with it. You, you maybe it wasn't mm -hmm. maybe 100% originally your idea, but as an artist, you did it. You created, you did something. And I think yeah. that's, that's pretty, pretty damn cool. You know, just this is, again, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about themes. And I was looking through your photos uh, that you shared with this uh, Art of the Day program. And just without having to check the captions, just these are just the images I could pick out without having to, to detect much. And I might be wrong about some of these. So you can definitely point it out if I am, but I noticed you had a picture of Jim Belushi. Uh, yeah. look, look like, was there one of Steve-O from Jackass? Did I see that I right? don't believe I have done Steve-O. If you tell well, me the was... date, I can tell you who it is. <laughs> I don't remember the date. I'm sorry. So maybe my You're skills good. of picking out are not as good as I thought, and that's okay. But I'm pretty sure I saw the Justice League. Uh, um, it might. I don't know if I did the Justice League comic itself, but I might have been doing different characters. Maybe that was that, it. like the Jack Kirby and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just a collection of a few members of the Justice League, so I just kind of lumped them all together. But whether that's correct or not, I you know, uh, shame on me. Uh, the White Stripes. Uh, oh hell yeah! Mars Attacks. I was pleasantly surprised yeah. to see some stuff from Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks, yeah. Uh, the henchman, uh, Jabba the Hutt's henchman, the, 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 the kind of rat tail looking guy. I don't know what his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, Dick Tracy, that's a good one. Uh, from Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, a couple of Abraham Lincoln. From Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Uh, Abraham, or I've done Abraham Lincoln twice. Yeah, yeah, he, just yeah. Always did, uh, he, uh, he was one, he was the first president to be uh, photographed. And oh, wow. uh, the way they got him was uh, was really good. I I like old timey film photography, so sure. yeah, I got Abe Lincoln pretty on there. But yeah, Dick Tracy, I got for uh, I really did that just for the whole Oklahoma Oklahoma artist. Yeah, definitely. That's a cool shout out. Um, mm -hmm. Kermit the Frog. Uh, oh, yeah, I do Kermit. Oh yeah, uh, Gal Gadot. Really, I do a lot of. I, I it's probably another celebrity I follow a lot. I like Gal Gadot. Uh, you got Michael Jordan there. I was happy to see his mm -hmm. airness show up on your time. Yeah, by uh. I watched that last dance and I was like, this guy's great. I got to do him. Oh yeah. Uh, so another local, did I see Steven Adams? I believe I did him. I believe it was. Yeah. I think uh, he's still, is he still playing for us? Not anymore. He's two teams. Okay. I think it was his last twice. season. Yeah. It was his last season. Yeah. And I, I think it was a good, thank you. That's right. I think what it was. It was like one of the pictures that came up, like, thank you Adams. And I was like, Oh, I'll just found that. It was really, looked really, he's had that New Zealand hair, hair and stuff. So. Oh Yeah. Yeah, you've got Wolverine. Uh, look like I think I saw Catwoman and the Thing. These were all kind of comic book characters I noticed, uh, not far apart from one another. Wolverine was probably Frank Miller. Okay, okay, that would make sense. I was doing Frank Miller, Catwoman. I don't know for sure. Oh, was it Julie Newmar? That might have been it. It's probably been it. Julie Newmar. It's, it's Julie Newmar from there. Yeah, Julie Newmar. I'm great. Uh, the Thing. Oh, he says a really he has a good face. Yeah. Definitely. Very, very uh, iconic. 
and kind of related, uh, not really. Maybe I just think about this person in my mind when I think of the thing, but also you, I think I saw a couple uh, photos of Dean Norris, AKA Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. Can't go wrong with, uh, with Dean Norris there. Yes. Uh, yeah. He, uh, I, it was one of those, I was looking for uh, weird facial expressions yeah. and actors are known to have to do like sad and mad. Oh, yeah. And it was like a double facial expression. Because, uh, again, with the eyes, you mess them up or how I mess them up or I, or sometimes I get the details in. You get you get really weird different eyes with different ex facial expressions. Oh, so that's no, one no. thing I kind of look for. And then the last one I noticed was Paul McCartney. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got that picture right over here. I haven't thrown that one away yet. So with all that said, are there any connections between the people you choose, the celebrities? Like, are is it just each day maybe you see a photo somewhere and that's what kind of inspires you or or do you kind of do you have um any kind of themes or ideas in mind when you're picking out different celebrities to uh to sketch that's such a smart question but i have such a dumb answer for you no <laughs> i don't it really is like a it's a die it's a media diary uh i i like i think i i i, I like paul mccarthy it's good stuff yeah um but yeah I, I have no answer for him just no <laughs> that's perfect i like i'm that. throwing stuff i'm throwing stuff against the wall i'd rather you you know instead you you're right to the point you, you could have just creatively come up with just this long like diatribe about how you choose your subjects and all that but hey that's cool too i love it you're just straightforward and that's great no yeah <laughs> very much that's when I mean, people say i'm just doing weighed things that's a weighed answer i like it yeah that's a that's a weighed answer i can dig that uh, one of the other things I noticed on your Instagram page is you also mentioned that the art is not for sale. So I, why, are, why is there that explicit message? Do you get a lot of people asking those questions or are you just kind of putting that out there to, ahead of time to prevent people from asking or what, what are, what is that like? Are do you get many requests? Oh boy, do I have an answer for you? <laughs> I, I don't get a lot of uh, requests. I did catch someone trying to scam me once oh wow i got i caught someone doing mail fraud on me thing oh. is i knew they were doing it and it was just kind of funny and i could go into the details of it but they uh they picked out one of my pictures they wanted it and they offered me money and uh, i don't know if you ever heard of this scam where they send you a check and with like um let's say you sell something for 50 bucks they send you a check for 50 dollars and like 55 dollars. and what you do is you cash the check you give five dollars to the person in the piece you're selling to Later on, you found out the check bounced and you're stuck with the $50, you know, stuck oh, with wow. uh, negative 50 bucks. It's a, it's a scam. I knew they were doing it. So I, I played along. Okay, do it. Yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> could send me a fake check. So basically I have that hanging up in my wall now. How I got, <laughs> I got the piece that they wanted next to it. I got the envelope where they sent it from and I got the check and I got it taped up on my wall. And it's, if anything, if you're gonna ask me my pride and joy of doing all this, that one is. Oh, great. I scammed a scammer. I love it. That that yeah. is that is uh, the true essence of a real artist found a way to take even even something as you know, kind of shitty as somebody trying to rip you off and you made uh, mm -hmm. you, you made uh, something funny and artistic out of it. So I love that. That's funny because the funny part is they had to pay for priority mail like they paid eight <laughs> bucks to send me a fake check <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah, that, yeah. That, and the amount of time it probably you know out of their day to go do all that i mean that's just that's that's yeah, quite silly yeah, but, that's, 
Right on. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I hope I didn't put anyone in any danger or anything when I did it or any trouble, but no, I knew what they were doing the whole time. I just, I yes. And them. I'm like, yes, let's do this. So, okay. This kind of gets into my next question, which is a good, which is a good segue. I want to know about the feedback you get from your artwork. So it clearly seems like you're getting some feedback. I mean, people are reaching out, you know, whether they're doing it for nefarious reasons or not, you're getting feedback. But besides this example, what kind of feedback are you usually getting from your arts of the day? I know you can sort of measure that in terms of likes, but what else are you, are you hearing from people? Do you get people asking about it or what's, what's going on there? I do. I, I do. I, uh, I, I, the best way to put it, I don't think I get direct feedback. I usually get people doing snide comments in their own is I, there's this weird, you say feedback there's this one post I could show you someone, uh, called out my name, the whole not Wade's art days. And they said like, oh, I could do, I could say my name's not Wade and make jokes only I can understand. And, uh, I didn't know what the, I was just like, yeah, that's, that's what I do. So I liked her post. I didn't, or, or I like their posts. Yeah. And ends up, they ended up using my jokes. I didn't really understand her feedback. She, she hates that I do not Wade's art days. Then she changes, they change their own screen name into not their name. It's like, okay, so you like my joke? I don't get it. Like, you think it's funny? Cause it's funny. <laughs> Cause the reason why it says not Wade is because that way I don't have to take any responsibility for it. Right. Right when yeah when uh, right when I got on to Instagram was 2016 and uh, about the Me Too movement and how things are coming back from the past and you had Brett Kavar Kavar the Supreme Court right. nominee and I was just thinking like man I I want to say whatever I want to say and not take any form of responsibility for it so not Wade Ed Stanley doing Wade things I like it I like yeah it. pretty much. And also, I've also had uh, another uh, indirect feedback. I had a, I had an ex, I had a friend now. I had a friend from Texas saying, put me in one of your Renard paintings. And I looked it up and, it, and Renard also, or the, the painting she mentioned also uses pastels. So I don't know if they were talking about me. It was all just indirect. Hmm. So I just moved on. I don't know if that one, that, if that one was true or not. But yeah, it's all mostly indirect. I have had a, a feedback i uh, one person that came out quickly even before i started doing the project myself was uh my friend donald he was just like wait this is your angle this is your this is your road you should go this angle yeah. and uh, he's now go he goes by don data now on instagram he has a he has a show on uh he has a show on kosu he does uh he does hip-hop alternative hip-hop radio show oh, for the cool. local station here named his name's donald cool guy I'd yeah be, yeah he uh he's, he's one of the first people that he said hey this is your angle you should do this and i also had another friend lauren who says who said i should do um ukulele so that's why my, my dumb stupid jokes with ukulele kind of came from him and of course most of my stupid jokes are just dedicated to her uh, or my audience for them or just for my nieces <laughs> one of the things i find most compelling about your artwork and you brought this up already um in this project is the consistency i mean you you are as consistent as the u.s mail with your artwork rain or shine i can always count on opening up instagram in the morning and i can see some original artwork on my news feed uh from you and it's wonderful it's a great way to start the day um and it's kind yes. of comforting in, a, in that sense for me because you know the world's pretty crazy right now and every time you open yes. your phone who the hell knows what you're gonna see so at least i have some consistency there 
Um, however, I'm really curious. Are there any days like where you feel like I just don't want to draw something? I don't want to sketch something. I don't want to share this with the world. And then if so, like, how do you overcome those moments? I try mm -hmm. my hardest to stay off politics, really yeah. my hardest, but it's really hard not to. And you could see the, you could see, I believe in January 6th, I didn't post anything about that at all. But like a few weeks later, I had a few posts about it. Like I, I give myself space. So oh, it's wow. not that I don't want to, as I still do. I just, yeah. I, I, I give myself a bumper room. So mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not hashtag jump at hashtag chasing or yeah. or just like trying to get on to stuff like that it's just hard to how, okay we have to rephrase that how to rephrase that how to be so consistent i'm just uh i i uh it's just part of my day how am i so consistent it's just it really is just part of my day i i, I created a habit while in quarantine and uh now i'm uh i'm semi i'm out of quarantine and i'm just it's still there so creating good habits. Yeah. And that's, that's sort of the, one of the themes I wanted to hit on for this show is, is coming up with good ways to, to make good habits. So um, I want to talk just a few questions. I mean, I don't know if you can answer all of these, but thinking about this project, you've been doing it now for, for quite a while. I, I mentioned earlier, October 7th was the first day that I could pick out you using, you know, the art of the day hashtag, but it looks like you were doing it before then, but kind of what, whatever you can talk about, what is the sort of the end goal of this project? Do you Are you planning to maybe showcase this or do something with this project once it's sort of wrapped up? Or is it just something you want to keep doing indefinitely? Or what are your thoughts on that on that now? Future-wise, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll move it. But I, I, in the future, when I stop doing the art of the day, I'm still going to post on that, on that Instagram. I'll yeah. start, I'll still post all the my dumb weird photos it won't be once a day it will be a little staged out a little bit but i i just want to collect some data points really i have a date and i have the two dates set where i'm gonna do it for a whole year and then i'm gonna have like a whole chart of data points and i'm just gonna be able to kind of map it out be a little fun thing like well they like this people like this people don't like that and uh and i even like even some of the poster all over the board on what I did consistently and what I didn't do consistently. Yeah. And because uh, I remember once I even I posted I did a picture of uh, Daniel Baldwin, and I uh, I said I did it at Eskimo Joe's. So are you gonna? And I don't know if you can answer this, but are you are you intending to use that data to figure out where the next direction your art will go? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and feedback, and like as I said earlier, feedback really. Uh, uh, I I live off of feedback. I even you talking to you is probably the height of all of this artist career stuff or this this <laughs> art of the day right now. And it's like, what's the best part of it? I got to talk to Chancy, man. It was fun. Cool. I'm glad yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, I I did it just to get some data. I did it uh, for fun. I just wanted to tell people that Wade's still Wade. Wade's still here um and i'm collecting data and you get to see like every you get to see people who 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 stop by it feels like it feels like that episode of uh of the office when pam did the painting and she had her art show and she basically yeah. oscar came out and said or his boyfriend said something really mean then michael came out and said something really nice and it's yeah. really fun to see the different reactions of that <laughs> so i'm just it's really i'm just seeing i'm i got that into mega fold i guess or mega doubled up mega version of that scene so i want to talk about your art some more um 
what do you like drawing the most? Is there anything you like, or what do you like drawing the least? Is there a subject or is there something, or do you only draw things you enjoy to draw? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, I only draw things I enjoy to draw. And I, I say that, I mean, I do a lot of women in laundry and on in, in, uh, in lingerie and it's, that's not the point of that, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, 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 things I like doing the best. I just like doing it really. It's something, it's something I do. I'm a, I've done it. I did it. Um, that's one thing I, I really glad with, uh, me and my friends, we always were kind of a creative group of people who are always doing stuff, which, Oh, if you want, if you want some interviews, I got some people you can talk to, but, uh, yeah, it's just, Always this is something I do. It's not, it's, if I, if I didn't like doing it, I wouldn't do it. You gotta like what you're doing, especially if you're going to be creating stuff and, and sharing it with the world. So you've probably answered this question already, maybe in other forms and, and different questions I've asked, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it again, at least just to kind of compile some of your answers that you've already put together. But what, or maybe who inspires you these days? I know you, you've talked about individual artists, whether it's comic book artists, you also mentioned mm -hmm. people in your community who inspire you. Um, but again, I'm just going to ask that what right now, what, what, what is inspiring you or who is inspiring you perhaps the most? Um, Cause you got all the comic books and I could talk anyone's ear off on some of my favorite writers and some of my favorite actors and all that jazz. And I know I'll, it will be here all day. So I'll just slim it down. I'll tell you like my favorite Instagram Oklahoma artists. I really enjoy. Perfect. That is a there's, perfect answer. Yes. There's, there's uh there's a friend, Ashley Hippie researcher. She models a lot and she does, uh, she does great work for, with other photographers. There's a uh, doomsday glass from Kay Kylie. Did I say her name right? Oh God, I'm so nervous getting names wrong. Uh, she does. Uh, she did a really good piece of of right after uh, MF Doom died of Operation Doomsday. That was that was a great piece she did, and she does she does great uh, light fixtures or hanging light things. I'm getting it wrong, but look her up. Doomsday Glass, she's great. Um, my friends, Mary Walkers. Uh, they uh, when I used to play music, they uh, my my old drummer, the guy who played drums with me. His new band, Mary Walkers, are great. They're tight. And I, I, I hate saying this, but the last three times I saw them, I desperately needed glasses. Oh, no. So I went and saw them. I heard them. They sounded great. Couldn't <laughs> see anything at all. <laughs> just blind as a bat. Oh, no. Just fuzzy imagery. <laughs> and it was just, it was a, such a fun show, too, because when, when I got there, it was uh, the opening band where these 19-year-olds, uh, like the same age I was when I started playing music at live venues. I was like, wow, this is blowing my mind. But then again, <laughs> I was blind as a bat and I couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was uh, those are good. Uh, Turbo Wizard, uh, my old roommate slash friend who told me to, to stick to the ukulele, Lauren, he's the drummer for them. Just had his kid. Congrats on that um really happy for him but they they are they're still going strong i'm happy for them um rihanna deck uh we used to work with her she does some great stuff moral work tony thunder oh, i, I had tony. one yeah yeah i know i've tony conversation with him he's uh the one conversation was we both looked at each other and we said hey daniel johnson's cool right like yeah daniel johnson's cool and we <laughs> high-fived and that's like the one conversation i've had with that guy and it's great right. but i do enjoy his stuff um i hope i'm not missing anyone like aj uh, there's a lot of photographers i like but it's what's one thing about um digital photography that's just a, such a shame that a lot of people would agree with and it can turn into you know it's really hard to tell who's the hobbyist and who's the 
professional is. Mm. So that's one, that's one, that's another reason why I try to stay away from Oklahoma photography is because sometimes I'll turn into someone that's doing on the weekend and I, I build something off that, or I do someone that's actually getting paid $2,000 a session and yes. they're like, Hey, wait, I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> so that's why I, I try my best to stay away from that. I know I've done it in the past and I'm sorry, but yeah, uh, the, I'd say a lot of Oklahoma artists, uh, right now I'm, I'm reading Woody Guthrie. I, uh, yeah, if you uh, that's been inspiring. I, then we just turn into stuff I'm watching and the stuff I'm reading. But so what it sounds like is we have at least I say we collectively in the state of Oklahoma because I, I live here. I can say that um, not all the listeners might. But uh, what I just heard, I know you just shouted out a lot of cool people and I heard all their names. But the big picture thing I heard is that Oklahoma maybe you know has a pretty cool art scene that people need to be aware of. Um, we've got some really cool artists, you know, that I think are putting out some really cool work and Wade mm -hmm. is getting inspired yes. by those artists. And so the rest of us need to be aware of this, especially if you live in Oklahoma or know anybody in Oklahoma, do yourself a favor and give those folks uh, a, a look and a like. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm as, oh, I keep interrupting you and you're, you're saying fine. all this stuff. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking I have more artists I could tell you about. There's Pity Party. I enjoy her stuff. There's Oh man, I could be here all day. <laughs> oh, I have a friend, Derek. Uh, he does Derek's Land of Mig 10. Um, he does a lot of John, not genre mixing. He does uh, franchise mixing, which I love. He'll do Yoshi wearing Mandorian stuff. <laughs> Very cool. And he's always a fun one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm always like, since high school, I've always been a fan of going to Oklahoma art shows and going to Oklahoma art. And uh, oh, Leron Chapman, he's another Oklahoma artist. He just did a, a friend of mine, he just did, um, he, uh, he did a film called You People. That was great. I would strongly suggest watching that. We got lots mm -hmm. of recommendations. I got to check yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, can, I can give you, <laughs> literally, if, you, if no one else is listening to this podcast, you're doing this for me. I will listen to all of these interviews. But you listen to, I would listen to Leron. Okay, so kind of thinking about that, you know, you used to live in Oklahoma City. You've, you've moved to Stillwater since then. I've only been to Stillwater a handful of times. It's a university town. Um, but it, you know, definitely it's not in a metropolitan area. So it's a little bit different than say living in Oklahoma city, or maybe even living in Norman, Oklahoma, you know, being another metro town. So has your motivation, has it changed any in those it, switching settings going from maybe living in a more, uh, city metropolitan area. Now you're maybe living in a college town. Uh, maybe the, le the, the nightlife is a little less active. Uh, but there's, you know, different changes, different things between, you know, between those two settings. Is your motivation any different? Has it, has it changed at all since uh, moving to Stillwater? My motivation? No. It's a, a, my family, the best way to describe it, they always just shrug their shoulders and say, that's just something Wade does. It's something I do. <laughs> like even like when I was in the city, I was uh, producing music. I had a, uh, I had two albums of local music combinations. I made compilations I yeah. made um i i was i was posting up those comics on facebook too some stupid comic things it's it's always something part of part of me i just i'm always i, I it it might get into it might like i i probably have to tell you more than i can i can tell you <laughs> the reason why but it's just it's part of it's part of my it's part of my makeup so i just do it so mm. we're gonna kind of wrap things up i still have some questions but I'm going to wind things down a little bit. And one of the next things I want to touch on is, you know, my inspiration for starting this podcast was my finally having the time to sit down and go through the artist way program. And I know 
you're one of the only people I know of who's even read this book or owns a copy of it, picked it up, looked at it, given it the time of the day, whatever. So what are your thoughts on this program? Have you completed it? Have you started it? Or or how far have you gotten in the program? Because I just don't know anyone else who's done this. So I, I have to talk to somebody else about this. Yeah, I have done the program. I, I didn't finish it. I got to the part where, uh, where they say, take yourself out on artist dates. Yeah. And I looked up like different artist dates and it, it all seemed like stuff I was already doing. I, okay. I kind of ran into that same issue too. I was very, very faithful to the morning pages. For those mm-hmm. who don't know, the part of the artist way program is you are to spend part of your morning writing three pages out, however long it takes you. It's kind of a free flowing stream of consciousness writing, whatever comes to mind, write it down. But the other part mm-hmm. of it is that you're asked to go on these artist dates where you kind of take care of yourself and do something artistic by yourself. And a lot of the things that I wanted to do when I was doing the program, like I kind of felt the same way as you. It's like, oh, I was already kind of doing this. So I don't. I, I, yeah, I like go to the park it. or something like that or like go see a movie you haven't watched or a smart movie or read some of your books. I'm just like, man, I already kind of do all this. And I, I'm, I'm kind of more of a, a fast consumer when it comes to I'm a fast consumer. I'm a, I, I, I probably do a book a week. Mm, and I okay. that was one of those books where you have to do like several weeks. Yes. And that bugged me a little bit. I kind of <laughs> wanted to get through it all. Right. But then, like, I'd say one book that really did was the upright. It was Matt Besser's uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade. I wasn't like, I just took their ideas on trying to be funny. And instead of trying to be funny, just uh, trying to turn into a visual thing where I take an idea and I build off of it. Like, what can I work and go with it? And yeah, I'd say if anything, if it's probably that program that's more helped me out than the artist way, which I strongly suggest that one, the comedy improvisation book. Well, then I need to look that one up. Uh, mm-hmm. I definitely, I, I, if you're saying it's good, it's, it's got a stamp of approval. So I'm going to have to throw that on my uh, wish list and look that one up soon. So you've got your, you've got your art of the day pro, you know, project going on. I mean, that thing is just humming. It's going along just fine. Do you have any other uh, other projects you're working on besides your art of the day? Yeah, I've worked on. Oh, I've I've always worked on some dumb things. I have the the podcast I made with my niece. We watched episodes of Girl Meets World and talked about it. It was really dumb. I broke my computer making it because the files were too large. Oh my goodness! And uh, yeah, it's on SoundCloud still. I think it's called Me and Uncle Wade watching stuff for Me and Uncle Wade. I did that a few years back. I did. Uh, I was music producing. Uh, I hate saying that, but I was, I, I did a music combination disc twice, or I did two mu- music compilations for local artists. I had a lot of uh, local bands in there. Um, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. Those are on, those are on band camps. I put those on band camps. But yeah, you can, uh, I, I'm always working on something. If I, once the art of the day is done with, I'm still gonna be doing something. And I have another idea with actually this, uh, the Zoom call thing not this zoom call but this zoom thing i have here recording on this microphone very cool it is perfect dumb guy from oklahoma idea (laughs) so all i'm hearing right now is that i have plenty of excuses to bring you back on uh the show so you know you're gonna have to to share your you're gonna have to come back on and talk about all the cool things that you're doing even after the art of the day project is over so sure yeah 
And we'll uh, talk about the cool things I'm doing every day. Like on Friday, I went and saw Candyman. I could talk to you about Candyman. Ooh, awesome. I really want to see that. I'm my <laughs> so my wife awesome. and I are going to go see that soon. So I we wanted to see it on Friday, but we went to a wedding. Uh, we felt like oh. our friends would have been really disappointed. Yeah, if we had yeah that's what it does. You kind of have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, Candyman can wait on that. Yeah, <laughs> Candyman's important, but I yeah, my friends yeah. might have been no longer my friends if I picked a movie over them. So I could understand. Um, what are you, so you just said you, you watched Candyman. What else, what are, what are you watching these days? What are you listening to? What, what's, I know we, you know, you kind of mentioned some things about people that are inspiring you, maybe, maybe some things you're listening to or watching and inspiring you as well, but what, what's in your worldview these days? Mm, I, uh, cause I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of podcasts. Me and my family love our podcast, which is weird because there are all these, nurses and teachers and they just talk all day about true crime podcasts <laughs> but i'll i'll pull up a list of podcasts hopefully mine are a little bit better than my sister's those are uh, but i of course i do uh oh i do a lot of I do like uh, tom segoria stuff uh freakonomics radio i listen to a lot of good stuff uh, good stuff 99 invisible that's a good one uh, gladwell that's wow. actually that's probably where a lot of it i got my ideas off of was gladwell yeah. i read that link book about how someone can uh, make a judgment call within a blink. And the reason yes. why they can make a judgment call within a blink is the whole 10,000 hours. Yes. Big I was like, well, I'm going to get good Gladwell. at something. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, Gladwell mentioned 10,000 hours and I had some quarantine time. So <laughs> 10,000 hours on crayons. And Bill Burr, Bill Burr of course. Freakonomics uh, MD, the new one, stuff you should know. And then now the oh knowledge brew supreme you're hey. you are subscribed to buddy you got a hey. subscription there from me I appreciate yeah. it thank you so much for that thank you yeah and the yeah. fact that I was just in that podcast was just in the same conversation the same breath as some of the ones you mentioned just warms my heart so warms your uh, heart I'm just sitting there thinking like there's Tom Segoya right next to Chansey <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here man there you go there you go. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. So we're kind of winding up here. Um, had a fantastic conversation with Wade today. So what I want to do is I want to leave the listeners with a means of being able to check out some of your art. Of course, that is if you want them to, if you want the extra followers, uh, where can the listeners of Knowledge Brew Supreme consume your work? If they want to see the art of the day hashtag, obviously they could go find the art of the day hashtag but maybe mm -hmm. they might be digging through a lot of art. I don't know what that space is like, but what if they want to find Wade's art or not? <laughs> I guess it's not Wade's art of the day. Where do they go to find that? Well, I take no form of responsibility for this at all, but you can find it at not Wade's art days on Instagram, just the at not Wade's art days on Instagram. I, I don't have any, I don't have a Twitter. I, I, I am on Facebook. The last thing I did on Facebook, I believe was a car wash and a speedo. Um, <laughs> I did that. Um, then, uh, yeah, I, I, I uh, just, it's on Instagram only. It just, uh, I found a way to collect some data. So I got it on there. Fantastic. And the one thing I learned from Instagram is uh, if you get something for free, that means you're the product. So I kind of worked it where I get something out of it or get some data points. That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. You found a way. Oh, yeah. You, you found a way to, to share some art with the world and also, uh, you know, do a project that it sounds like you're very inspired, very motivated about. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited just to see where this, where this goes. Curious to see what you find. Uh, but we are going to wrap things up here on Knowledge Brew Supreme. Again, my guest was Wade Ed Stanley, a fantastic artist 
from Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. He's not in Oklahoma City anymore. He's in Stillwater, but he's still doing fantastic work. Check him out. Uh, if you like the show, please, please subscribe, share, give me any feedback at all, whether it's face-to-face, send me a text, send me on social media. You can find me at Scouser underscore from underscore OKC, or um, I think that no Twitter. I'm on John B. Chancy one. Sorry. I had to remember that. I don't get on Twitter very often, but I'll get on Twitter to check if anybody wants to send me feedback. So that's it folks. That's it for this episode. Be good. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm still getting over the fact you're a doctor because we used to make dumb movies, but okay. I know. Now we're making podcasts, not dumb podcasts. We're making awesome podcasts. Dumb guys from Oklahoma, really. (laughs) If if I'm not going to make one, it's just uh, if I'm going to change, if if anyone calls me anything, it's just a dumb guy from Oklahoma. Really, that's all I am. Well, that's that's it, folks. That's what we got today. More Wade stuff, hopefully on the way uh, in his Instagram page. But that's it for me, folks. (laughs) We'll <laughs> be